0: Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And him, probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get out of the casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Neds profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Neds profile is great, mate. Um, you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a coupler, that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value. But uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Nets. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. When your horse wins, it's da-da-da, da-da-da, da 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 Um, About last night. What happened last night? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh Yeah, my, uh, my memory is completely devoid of anything that happened post 8 p.m. last night, mate. Tell you that much for free. How good was Turbo? I said uh, before the game started to, to my fam or anyone who would listen to my drivel, um, <laughs> I am petrified of what Tommy Turbo is going to do to us. And uh, my hunch proved true, unfortunately. So, let me get this straight. He was playing on the right edge. Uh, no, the left edge, I thought. Left edge. Yeah. Well, either way, whatever edge he was playing on, he scored a try fr- getting a ball from Luttrell on the other side of the field. Yeah, he- it was like a roving fullback slash lock position that- Oh, Did you see the first two hit-ups he had in the game, mm. like the first minute? Yeah. And from that, from the outset, I was like, oh, no, we're no good here. It's just how he's been playing all year. Yeah, he's he's, he's that good. He's elite. He's the best player in the comp, comp for mine. Yeah, I, I think so. I think he's got the most impact in terms of when he plays, the difference he makes to a team. If you take him out of that New South Wales side, they still win. Yeah. Oh, easily. But, uh, yeah, got to, sp- got to bounce back next game, that's for sure. Our spine, very underdone. Like... Harry Grant, Munster look slow. A few passengers last night, mate. Unfortunately. I think there were 17 of them, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look. That's fine. One thing we know about Queensland is this is exactly where we want them. (laughs) We're we're officially underdogs in game two, which suits us perfectly. It does. It does. But. Uh, let's keep looking back, actually, because uh, we put up on social during the week, Our dream, your dream stable with seven bucks, thanks to the good people at Labrokes. Um, had some terrific submissions. I just wanted to run through through some. So, I should have actually got the post up just to give a quick recap. So, bear with me on, when I get, get that up. But- Oh, I've deleted it. Um, but oh, these were, these were some of the submissions. So we had your brother Mick Jones, <laughs> who said, "All I need is nudge," and nudge wasn't even on the list. <laughs> Clearly, he had some money on it last weekend. So, congratulations to Mick. That's mm. uh, that's good going. Just on the fly here. All right, so on the four dollar line we had Ve and uh, Nature Strip, Colding Probabil, three bucks, Zaki mugatu Hungry Heart, Mask Crusader, two dollars, Animo, Stay Inside, Salino September Run, and one dollar ingratiating, Toffee Tongue, Colette, and Zutori. So these were some of the selections. So a friend of the show, Sul Sully, he had uh, NS September Run Zutori. Sprinters. Sprinters galore. I know. He loves speed. Mm. And then uh, C. Sneesby, who I believe is one of your great mates. <laughs> yeah. <the> new <laughs> mate of mine, C. Sneesby. Uh, yeah, Craig. He actually has part ownership of Salino, hence why he put Salino in his three. Well, he had NS, Salino, and Toffee Tongue. Toffee mm. Tongue got a lot of love in this. Yeah, Toffee Tongue, I think, is uh, a horse who a few people have got a soft spot for, but... Mm. Uh, Craig has a few horses with Chris Waller, hence the the full Waller stable there. Yeah. Uh, who else have we got? We had Kurt who had Ve September on Colette, uh, very similar to mine. Cooper had uh, Colding September on Colette. Um, just looking for one. Oh, yeah. Justin, who we saw at the track the other day, he had Probabil, Animo, and Zutori. Mm. Zutori got some love in this too, which I was surprised by. Well, he's a he's a sort of sprinter where if you get him in the right conditions, he can get in at a nice weight in handicaps yeah. and gives you every chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then uh, Tom, who we also saw at the track, and then Mac's brother, Adam, We're of the same opinion of VE, Animo, and Colette, which is Mm. pretty good threesome, to be honest. Mm. So, they were just some of the selections we have made, but we had plenty more. Mm. But on to this week, do you want to give the people a bit of a rundown of what we're doing this week for the good people at Ladbrokes? I sure can. So, I guess in the spirit of Stradbroke Day being on Saturday, Mm -hmm. and when you're listening to this, guys, tomorrow, we record on a Thursdays, it's one of the great race days on the calendar. And if you're a Queenslander, it's probably as good as it gets if you want to go to a Metro meeting, right? Quality of racing is top-notch. Absolutely top-notch. In the winter months, it's pretty dry up here, so beautiful blue skies. The Mm. 4X Gold tastes just as good. It's a brilliant day of racing. Mm -hmm. So in the spirit of that, we thought, why don't we put together a little little, tiny little list of some of the best race days that you can experience as a punter in Australia. Yes. So keeping it within our borders. I guess, you know, that being the theme at the moment for the last 18 months or whatever whatever it is, probably 12 months. Um, yeah, so for Ladbrokes special interest article this week, looking at some of the the best race days that you can attend across the country. Beautiful. Well, kick us off, man. If what Straight into it. So top 5. Yeah. Cross promotion actually. <laughs> yeah. Give it a little plug one. Well, <laughs> give me a sec. <laughs> We do have another podcast uh, called Top 5 Potty, um, which is at all good podcast stores, to be honest. So, Mm. search Top 5 Potty. We do something slightly different. We count down our Top 5 obscure uh, topics each week. Uh, We're four episodes deep where we're about 42 episodes deep here. So, we're getting into the groove of things. We're expanding our horizons. But- Back to this top five list, for lad brokes. So, four laddies uh, coming in at number five, we've got the Broom Cup mm. and over in Broom in the Wild Wild West. Yes. Uh, for people who don't know who it is, it's sort of northern WA, uh, right on the sort of uh, shoreline of the Indian Ocean. And if you haven't seen this track before, mm. red dirt track mm. literally metres away from the Indian Ocean. So, you've got a contrast of the... The nice aquas and, and blues and teals coming out of the ocean with the red dirt of the, of the track. Uh, so, during peak season, peak tourist season in Broome, you can get up to forty five thousand people there. There's usually only about uh, twelve to fourteen thousand people I think who live in Broome. Uh, and at the back end of that peak tourist season is Broome Cup, and I tell you what, the racetrack just goes off, absolutely goes off like a cut snake. Uh, and if you want to be a member for the day to get the real experience, there's no suit and tie in, in a posh setting with caviar and oysters and lobsters. Nah. Nah. Nah, mate. Chucking you in the tinch head. <laughs> you, want to be a, you want to be a member? Cool. You've got a roof over your head. And that's about it. <laughs> so do yourselves a favour, punters. Uh, check it out. Just YouTube uh, Broom Cup or Broom mm. Racetrack or even look at Google Images. It, it truly is uh, super picturesque. and. Then, Definitely one worth getting to one day. I think. Beautiful. Well, it sounds bloody good. It sounds like forty-five thousand people there. It sounds like a Broncos game. <laughs> Cheering on yeah. horses. When your horse wins, it's <laughs> da, 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 <laughs> da 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 da, da. <laughs> mm. uh, Bucks running around the track. Yeah, exactly right. It's just beautiful to see. These of uh, poker machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of 4X gold, I hope. Um, all right. My number four was the Bull Cup. Mm, the bull. How bloody good is the bull? Mate, unreal. Three-day festival of racing where we basically celebrate our um, steeplechase racing in Australia. Now, I read- Now, I didn't delve into too much research with this, but the grand annual steeplechase is over 5,500 metres- now, that's approximate because if- Have you watched the Grand Annual? Yeah. It Brutal. is just- It's everywhere. It's up hills. Mm. It's down hills. It's like someone's massive farm backyard, basically. Yeah. And they've just put up a few jumps. It makes us some interesting watching, that's for sure. I say a few jumps, but 33. Yeah. So, I've heard it's the longest with the most jumps steeplechase in the world, but do your own research. I'm not 100% sure on that. I did read that, so, but, you know, that could just be some- Australian, uh, you know, telltaling or whatever it is. It could be, mate. Anyway, why I think this is a brilliant race because it had one of the most obscure and bizarre instances that I've ever seen on a racetrack. And it was when Banner Strand uh, lost his rider and then he jumped into the crowd, injuring seven people Uh, in the process, in the 2011 edition. Now, you'd think, okay, surely Old Banner. And there's a picture which I'll actually put up during the video right now. You'll be able to see it. Unbelievable photo. And it's just like people still looking at the racetrack and this horse is like halfway over this fence and people have no idea that it's coming. And unbelievably, no one got, yes, seven people got injured, but there were minor injuries. Mm, Incredible. Incredible. So, not only did that happen, but two years later, that very same horse won the race. (laughs) Redemption arc. Ultimate redemption arc. Mm. So, yeah, if it was a Marvel movie, he'd be like, who would he be? Not sure about Marvel, but in terms of uh, recent redemption arcs of note that I can remember- James O'Connor. Yeah. Pulling on a Reds jersey again. Well, what's his uh, like mentoring thing that he's a part of? I've got absolutely no idea. Yeah. Maybe Bannerstrand started that a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I did have a bit of a read of the trainer post-race mm. and he said he's just a very slow horse. <laughs> <laughs> never just- never won on the flat, <laughs> just loves jumping. Loves going downhill. Yeah. yeah so, uh, shout out to Bannerstrand, but yeah- one of the great pilgrimages of any punter in Australia, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Speaking of pilgrimages, this is a journey. We're going to the Birdsville races. So, Birdsville is sort of on the uh, Queensland and and South Australia border, just on the edges of the Simpson Desert. Uh, Only about 140 people live there. And funnily enough, 170 kilometres away from Birdsville is a town that we should all be familiar with especially if you're reading the most famous and oldest newspaper in Australia, the Batuta Advocate. <laughs> Batuta. It's 170 kilometers away. It's a oh. ghost town, which is absolutely hilarious. Um, so basically every September around 9,000 people uh, make the trek to Birdsville. And this is in the middle of Australia. So it's a trek and a half. Heaps of, when you get to the track, there's heaps of cars parked outside of it. There's a lot of aircraft parked outside of it. It's a dirt track literally on the edge of a desert. So i tell you what. It doesn't get much better than that. Um, and this has been going since the late 1800s. Wow. So, for over
1: 150
0: years. So, it's probably their biggest tourist event of the year. Yeah. like definitely. You, you yeah. could assume that. Th- without a doubt. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, around 150 years, it's been going for, uh, there's about 200 grand uh, worth of prize money to win over two days of racing, 13 races. That's a pilgrimage and a half. Isn't it? mm You'd Birdsville have to drop races. into Batuta just to see, like, the Courier Mail-esque, like, printing <laughs> factory. Yeah, yeah. Um, stop in and watch the Batuta Dolphins go <laughs> Uh I'm sure I'm sure the Batuta stable has a few horses racing at Birdsville <laughs> over this carnival, <laughs> so, yeah, definitely want to check out, I think. Beautiful. Uh, my second – so, the second one on our top five is the Ipswich Cup, the Ippy Cup. Mm. I did not realise Ipswich – had such a big history in Australian racing. But the Ippy, I don't think it was- It might have amalgamated into the Ipswich Cup. But in 1861, the same year that the Melbourne Cup was first run, they had the Australian champion sweepstakes running at Ipswich, which is unbelievable because it actually had- The prize money was worth 10 times more than the Melbourne Cup was. <laughs> How's that? At eh? Ipswich. Yeah. So Archer, the very first winner of the Melbourne Cup, who won the first two, he dipped out. He got a hundred pounds for winning that. Where the winner uh, for the Ippy Sweepstakes got a thousand pounds. Oh, jeez! I wonder what that would be worth nowadays. But for anyone that's actually been to the Ippy Cup race day, it is just such a good day out. Mm. You've got thirty to forty thousand people going. It's actually more people go to that than they do for Stratty Day mm. because the capacity is bigger. But I've been lucky enough to go a few times with um, some colleagues I used to work with, and, gee, the suit selection. Saw a Pac-Man suit one one year. It's And people just carrying around stubbies wherever they go, which I can appreciate. Um, but there's also, like, a dance floor in the middle of the racetrack. So, like, the <laughs> horses are running around, and there's just a bit of doof-doof going on in the oh, middle. Unbelievable. But, yeah. Huge, love it, and special place in my heart, mate, because that's where Prue and I, my lovely partner, blossomed our uh, relationship. So, <laughs> At the Ipswich racetrack. Yeah, where all good love stories begin, mate. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> how good, yeah. I- Ippy cup goes off like a cut stain. Uh How good? Look, before we get to number one, there's- we- we couldn't have put everything on this list. And A no. bit of a disclaimer for those listening, um, and we'll say this in the article, but we didn't include Melbourne Cup because, no, duh, yeah, like, Captain Obvious, right? Yeah. But aside from Melbourne Cup, uh, some other, without question, just banging days to be at the track. Mm-hmm. The Cox Plate, huge. Mooney Valley down in Melbourne. Mm hmm. Uh, Will get refurbished quite soon, Mooney Valley. So, yeah, we'll be absolutely unbelievable to attend that in the future. Yeah, we need to get down there before they refurbish it because, yes, yeah, the whole uh structure of the racetrack is going to change. So, Mm. the valley as we know it, it's going to have a three to four hundred meter straight, where at the moment it has only about 200 meters. I'm going to put another honorable mention in that I've just thought of Magic Millions Day on the Gold Coast, (laughs) yes. Yeah, I've got that written down as well. So, Magic Millions down on the Gold Coast have to go mm. for sure. Uh, what else have I got here? That oh, Autumn Championships both days. Yeah. No-brainer. No. Everest. Everest. Oh, tons. Yeah. So, so many. So, so many good Metro meetings. But anyways, number one, couldn't be anything else for us other than Derby Day at Flemington, the Saturday before Melbourne Cup each year. Just the king of race days. So there's five group ones. Yep. And then the rest of the races are either group two or group three. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Just quality yeah. from start to finish. Quality over quantity. There's not 10. They don't need 10. They oh, have of nine they. of the best quality horses and races going around. It's absolutely stacked. And for those of you who haven't been to Flemington, it's just. It takes your breath away when you first walk in, when, the, when it's a lovely day and the track's nice and green. You walk in through the gates, you fang a left, you see the winning post, and it's just picturesque. you know. People, it's, it's Melbourne, so there's little picnic blankets around the place. There's little umbrellas. You've got people having um, champagne with cheese boards and stuff like that. And, she, oh, and It's just something about being at uh, the home of the Melbourne Cup during the Melbourne Cup carnival. On, for a racing enthusiast, the best day of the year. Without a shadow of a doubt. And you see you see, Richo of uh, Channel 7 and Racing.com fame just glistening. Oh, yeah. In his element. You see him, he's, he's, getting, he's getting with the punters. He's saying, you know, what do you like today? And, and hopefully you're giving him a good answer back as we haven't done before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one of our fondest memories as punters uh, probably our fondest memory as punters is, is being trackside in 2017 mm. uh, with all the crew mm-hmm. uh, winning the quaddy. Mm. Yeah, that was that was a juicy quaddy too. All time. And we were lucky enough to back it up a couple of years later. And just before the last race, the it was pissing down the entire day. But mm. just before the last race, the heavens opened up. <laughs> I now had a winner all day. And my best of the day was coming in. And Tefane just absolutely blew Pippi away and won us the Quaddy again at the same. I think, actually, now that I think about it, that was the last time we won the (laughs) Quaddy. Probably. (laughs) It's been a long time. Uh, Yeah, I was very happy with you that day uh, because I was on Tefane 2. I was tossing up between Tefane and I can't remember what else. but It would have been Pippi. Probably. Yeah. Went with Tefane. Anyway. So, So, yeah, uh, definitely a must. Uh, Get to Derby Day. Pun is, that's our number one on the list uh, for Labbroke's special interest. Yeah. So, if you want to read it, it'll be in the link in our bio, um, but also you can just Google Labbroke's blog and head to their special interest section and have a read there. But, yeah. Excellent. On we go to the Group 1 racing that is at Eagle Farm this weekend, mate. So, I think we start before that. Let's actually go to the Q22 which Zaki is a very short favourite and for good reason for mine. Oh, yeah. Do you see anything beating him? No. I don't. Uh, I think I think he's going to be incredibly hard to beat. Uh, he stays at a good track here. Goes up another um, 200 metres from 2,000 metres. I don't think that's an issue. J-Mac retains the ride, launching from a pretty good barrier. <sighs> he's going to be terribly, terribly hard to beat, but... I reckon there's some value if you want to include him in some of your exotics. Mm-hmm. So, the way you're seeing the race. I am, if it loads for me. But I thought Reloaded's a stupid price at 50 to 1. Exactly what I was going to say. Reload- Reloaded is a silly price at 50 to 1. Chris Wallace figured him out. Yeah, he has. And he's up here. Mm. Sun on his back. <laughs> he's having the time of his life. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Reloaded 50 to 1. Bowman on board. Basically, Chris Boller's is probably top seed. You might have to say with yeah. Bowman on board. So, yeah. yeah. So Bowman's not even riding Toffee Tongue. So that's super interesting for mine. Yeah, I think I think Nashi um, Willer mm. rode Toffee Tongue in the Duman Cup. I'm, okay. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. But yeah, look. The way I see this race is Zaki uh, going forward uh, from that barrier. J Mac. Uh, taking a seat and then just launching um, with about 400 metres out and just winning. (laughs) If if, if I was going to bet around Zaki or include him in my exotics, the other horses I'd have would be, aforementioned Toffee Tongue, my girl. I think $11 is probably pretty fair for her, but a good each-way price. And, and yeah, Reloaded for mine goes up from 1,800 metres to 22, 51 bucks. I think 41 maybe just come in on on the Ladbroke's tote at this stage, but – I reckon wait till before the race, punters. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, but, yeah, if, if I was going to pick a trifactor in the race, those would, those would be my three. Yeah, no, I can't talk you out a bit there. So, yeah, reloaded for mine. I think he's, if I was to have a play in the race, I'd have him probably one by three each mm. way. Um, but let's head to the feature two-year-old race of the Brisbane Carnival, the JJ Atkins Plate. Group one, 1,600 metres over, yeah, 1,600 metres. Uh, first run in 1893, time honoured. So, uh, we have Prince Fawas in front of me mm. where we lot got kicked out our first leg of the quarter because Dolan didn't put it in. <laughs> <laughs> Coming but for him. Well, mate, he said before the race, I've got a bad feeling about Prince Fawas. Oh, mate, you can put it in if you want. Nah, that's from that's bad juju. He better be better this weekend. He better. Mm. We well, won the treble, but the quality would have been nicer. Rothfire in front of you. Mm. So, they're the last two winners, but the last three winners, Tas, The Autumn Sun. Yeah, what a guy. <laughs> what a guy, the Autumn Sun. One of the, one of the great blokes. So, yeah. um, Look, two at the top of the market here. Look, awfully hard to beat. Converge and Port Louis. Which way are you leaning or are you going outside the top two? No, they're the top two for mine. If you – I remember oh, we were at the track for uh, the size produce and I'm glad that I've gone and checked a replay a few times since then because conversion, and poor Louis out of that race are the ones to be on. Converge, take him to seat back for the first time. Oh, what an electric turn of foot he has. Mm-hmm. Absolutely unbelievable. Drew outside uh, an outside barrier in that race and didn't um, get out initially. Was looking for a way out. Timmy Clark was trying to get out with about probably 400 metres to go. Finally gets out, and if he got out 20 to 30 metres sooner, he would have won that race. Absolutely elite turn of foot. So draws really well here. Barrier five. Absolutely no clue how they're going to ride him. But based on that last start, you take him a bit of a seat back, wouldn't you? Midfield mate, yeah, wherever he's comfortable. Mm. I reckon he sits two pairs back, maybe third pair back off the fence. Well, <laughs> mate, I, yeah that 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 remind that was animo esque that turn of foot. Mm. That was incredible. So, yeah, watch that replay a few times to keep an eye on him. But also, poor Louis, no knock. Whatsoever. Well, if you like Port Louis, uh, the mail from the stable. Now if you're interested in buying a horse punters, hit us up because James Healy Racing, we've just purchased a Philly from her uh, from him, or part of us has. I have. <laughs> bought five. I'm getting pe- there. <laughs> bought five percent of her. Doesn't cost much. So if you're interested in getting into the ownership. Let us know we'll let you know the details. But James Healy Racing used to work with um, Kiramar, Dave Eustace, was the strapper for Love and Gabby, knows what he's doing. One of the great trainers, up and coming trainers of this land. It's a good plug. Um, <laughs> but he was the strapper. So Kiramar, David Eustace were like, Oi, heels, what are you doing, mate? We need you to take care of Port Louis because he's small. He's a small boy. He's tiny. Mm. And that'll be the tile this week. You. <laughs> in front of Port Louis looking like an absolute fool. <laughs> Excellent. But, but he's a bit mischievous and we need you to look after him for us. Mm. And he's tiny, but he had him in his palm. And he said, this thing will be winning the JJ Atkins in two weeks. Mm. So, if you like Port Louis, the stable love him. Mm. My knock on him, he, he just has no gate speed. No, nah, nothing at all. Barry and he'll be last. Bowman on board. Bowman just- he rides the horse. He doesn't try and aggress them out, be aggressive on them out. So, if you like Port Louis, I think you'll run a great race, but I'm on Converge on top. I think, yeah, that last run showed me he's versatile. Yes, I am with Converge as well. Pains me a little bit to say it because, oh, yeah, I've got a bit of a soft spot for a little Port Louis now after yeah. seeing him the other way. He's just a little fella. He's a, he's a little fella. Look, the good thing is uh, Huey Bowman, this will be his fifth time riding him. Mm. Uh, so, he's built a relationship up with the horse. Barrier, doesn't matter. I, I guess especially um, at the 1,600-meter mark for Eagle Farm. I think they've got, is it two or three furlongs a mm. straight before they mm-hmm. go around the first bend. So, he'll go back anyway, but we'll just need to ride for luck. But with Converge drawing barrier five, yeah, sit a few pairs back. Going to yeah. be awfully hard to beat. Uh Anything else mate in this race that you think's a danger? Well, Port Louis has his nuts as well. Yeah, which is well, which is important. Friend of the show, Jake Milne, mm. has pointed that out that out to us time and time again for two and three-year-old features. You want the boys that still have their nuts because okay. it's just going to be worth so much at stud that the trainers just give them a bit more of a lift. So, if you like Port Louis and tossing up between Converge, Converge is a gelding. Port Louis still has his nuts. Mm. Tiger Malay, the horse that beat him home last start, I've got him in running into third. So, But I'm not too interested in anything else in the race, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, the only other two for me to keep an eye on, uh, especially if the money comes from late, is number seven, Ranch Hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 10, Cape Breton, two Waller horses. Cape Breton's only started twice for two wins, uh, once in Canterbury and once down in Sydney and Rose Hill. So this is a... An enormous step up, but bossy riding, the Chris Waller magic, you never know. Uh, so, and, and look, J Max on ranch hands. So, they're dangerous for, for mine, but I've got uh, Tiger of Malay running into third as well. Well, I think we've given that a good covering. Mm. Uh, so, onto the Stradbroke, which we probably need to spend a bit more time on because I don't know where to start. <laughs> yeah, absolutely stumped. So, let me have a look here. One scratching. Madame Rouge. So, we got a 1,400-meter handicap group one. Oh, who's won this? Impending Santa Ana Lane, who I was going to put that up as the photo, actually. You, me, swept holding up the Stradbroke when Santa won it. That's right, yeah. I'm going to put that up yeah, instead. That's a cracking photo. Yeah. I'll put I'll put you up on the social this week, but <laughs> With Port Louis. Um, little, little Port Louis. And uh, Tyzone won last year. So... Mm. Where do you start with this race? Mr. Well, Mr. Quick is the top weight. He, has, he only has 56 and a half kilos. Shows you how open this race is. And then you go right down the bottom of Patchy Chase. Strong drawn well. Jimmy Byrne, 49 and a half. Yeah, so he'll actually be 50 and a half okay. kegs. Uh, because yeah, poor old Jimmy's like, oh, nah. Can't lose that extra kilo. <laughs> I'm not cutting off my foot. No, nah, can't <laughs> smoke that <laughs> many darts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you smoke darts, Jimmy. He may do. He may do. Uh, Yeah, so look, the way I've started is looking at the bottom weights because, as you know, mate, in handicap, that's where I look first. And Apache Chase having only 15.5 kegs on the back, Jimmy Byrne hasn't raced at that weight for a very, very long time. So he's keen on this thing, Uh, draws really well, and we know he'll get out to an early lead. Looks like there'll be a lot of pace on in this race pretty early. You've got Savatoxel uh, racing forward. I think Emerald Kingdom will run forward as well. Uh, Wild Planet can go forward. I Am Superman can go forward. So there'll be no lack of pace up front. So if I was going to back a leader, I'd want to back the thing which is basically hovering on air. Which levitating. Is <laughs> levitating, which is basically uh, the three-year-old uh, party chase. But given that it is over 1,400 metres, uh, I think the back markers are with every chance in this race. Every horse has a chance in this race uh, because there's going to be lots of pace on. So, that's where I've started, but it's that hasn't helped me out at all. It's a handicap. Mm. They're weight- all weighted to be cross the line together, which we saw in the Oakley Plate where the handicapper literally got it perfect. Perfect. I think it was, well, two cross the line at the exact same time, and mm-hmm. then I think it was three lengths to last. Yeah. So. Credit to the handicapper there. I think the has done a bloody good job here. Mm. So, the horses for mine that have weighted really nicely. I think Tefane's got a nice weight. Um, not too phased with her with 54 kilos. She won't know herself. I'm Superman's got a lovely weight oh, for mine. Gotcha. Vega one won at oh. weight for age last start at 59 kilos, dropped six kilos. Rachel King in the saddle, though. She's been a little bit out of form. Uh, so, Jamie Carr's not here. The Herobian's oh, got 53 kilos. Weighted so well. He not know himself. And he puts in every single time. Man, he ran fifth in an all-star mile on a soft six, more like a soft uh, soft eight or yeah. heavy eight. And you have Amish Boy with 50 kilos, oh. who he absolutely flew home to only miss by less than half a length against Apache Chase. Man, sub-pwned. it's only got 51 kegs on the back. So painted, yeah. So I've gone. I've gone. If this trifecta pays, I hope you're on punters because this could pay anything. I've got. I'm Superman on top now. He's he leaves in my head rent free that mm. horse mm. because he goes around at double figures every start, but he puts in a a lot of a lot of effort. So, Kieran McAvoy was on Signore Fox last start, I believe. No, he wasn't. I would lie, um, <laughs> but I thought he was. But anyway, of the Snowden runners, he had the choice, and he's chosen. I'm Superman here, so he's usually the rider of I'm Superman as well, and I think he needs to because he's the one that rides that horse best. Because he's a bit of a nutcase. Because he still has his nuts. Five-year-old entire barrier three. I reckon he just camps off the speed. And if he's in a right mood, he'll be hard to chase down. He's my on-top selection at. You'll get between twenty and twenty-five bucks, I think, with Labrocks. Mm. Yeah, I, I yeah, I was certainly looking at I am Superman. There's tons of chances in this race. I full disclosure will probably change my mind a thousand times uh, before the race actually jumps, punters, uh, but. I, I do I do like a party chase at that lightweight, but I'm I'm tossing up between Vega One and the Harovian. The Herovian's form is actually pretty good. All Star Mile ran fifth and and charged home as well, over sixteen hundred meters. Came back to twelve twelve hundred meters for the Doom and ten thousand where he ran third behind Eduardo and Wild Planet. Wait for age, fifty and eight. 58 and a half kegs. Goes up to 1,400 metres where he's raced six times for four wins in a second. He's raced twice at Eagle Farm for two from two. On a good track, he's uh, got 12 victories out of 20 starts. Draws Barry 11, I don't see see that being an issue over the 1,400 metres as long as he gets a seat. Glenn Boss on the back? No, he can ride something at big odds. I reckon for your money, uh, $8.50 right now with Ladbrokes. He's a good bet. Vega 1, I've got running into second, and it is because of the gear change, Jamie Carr to uh, Rachel King, because she just hasn't been in in great form. Great jockey, uh, but... One of the best. As of late, just not in great form, but no knock on Vega 1. Yeah, drops a stack of weight for this. Draws barrier four. uh, Loves racing at Eagle Farm. Loves a good track. Certainly no knock on on Vega 1. Of the... Well, there's only two... Golem runners in here, but I'd prefer to be on Vega 1 than Outback Barbie, mm. who has got a run in the race now that Madame Rouge is scratched. Looking at the Horovian, what a horse. He's mm. won over 1,200 metres up to 2,100 twice. Mm. What a horse. Mm. Over those four wins over 1,400 metres, though, he's won open handicap in Cairns, mm. the Cairns New Market Way Rage, an open quality handicap at Eagle Farm. He won a, uh, a listed race beating Red Chase and Profit. Now, they're mm-hmm. two handy horses. And then he ran fifth behind Morvada. That was his first up run yeah. before yep. um, the All-Star Mile. And then he ran fifth in the All-Star Mile. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, the next race. But So, you can only beat who you b- burst. Mm. But- this is a step up without a doubt, man. Uh but yeah, I, I just think that he's been prime for this. Mm. Uh, so coming out, he's he's in good form. I, I can't knock his form, and I can't I can't knock anything about him in this particular race. So whew, those silks have won it pretty recently as well with tie zone. So <laughs> yeah. we'll Absolutely. see, man. I I might change before the race, but I think he's he's definitely a good price. Who do you have running into third? Apache Chase. I okay. think Apache Chase will get every chance uh, being in the front third. Mm -hmm. Um, with the lightweight might get him home. Yeah. Tefane turned turned the uh, tables last start, I think. She's Mm. been pretty average for the last six months. Um, Six months to a year, to be honest, probably since she won the uh, all-age stakes last year. Um, But she, yeah, she had a nice return um, last start. 1400 meters, Eagle Farm, they'll suit her perfectly. So I've got her running into second. And I had Amish Boy. He showed me enough last start. Now he will be around the 20 bucks. But yeah, that trifecta is going to pay anything. So it will, man. It will. And it's that it type is, of race. It is that type of race. And and for mine, the other horses that I'm looking at, uh, if you want to chuck a first four or something on punters, I think Wild Planet's a great shout in this race. Second up after a spell. Uh, Rain second uh, behind Eduardo in the Durban ten thousand. Good track, not bad. Distance, not bad. So, but yeah, yeah, mate, I admit I am Superman. Uh, Tefane, yeah, all good shouts. Yeah, super open race, which is cracking for, yeah, cracking for the event. But uh, tough rust punters, that's for sure. We well, have half the field in the quad and still miss. So yeah, exactly that type of race. All right, juicy stags time. So. Laddies are helping us out as well, so we're doing this for the Jockeys Trust, National Jockeys Trust, so if you want to donate to them, just head to their website, but yeah, this is brought to you by Laddies as well, so we're going to chuck 10 bucks, our best bets of the day, which lost again last week into an all-up, hopefully we get it across the line for the National Jockeys Trust, but who do you have? As your value play of the day. Oh, last week, sorry. Oh, last week. Oh, yeah. so There's really nothing to talk about. I'll go first. <laughs> Fabric, Grayson, and Harmony and Vada all finished, I think, double figures. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all horrific. Um, no slow recovery either. I was looking for that and they were just... Just didn't go a yard. Nah, yeah. That happens. Yeah, it happens, mate. Sometimes you have shockers. Well, I was... I was with you with Vada. Absolutely no good. Uh, the cash cow, Mashani Hustler, was no good either, unfortunately. And then I had a box Quinella uh, for the exotic in, right. the, um, in the Oaks, which was no good. <laughs> only only Jewess out of those three horses uh, running into the placings uh, and obviously won. So it's a great game, eh? Yeah, uh, gotta love it. You really do. So who's your value play of the day, mate? Get out stakes race nine. What a race that or, is, mate! Should I call it? The meme stakes version 2.0 Hey, because there are some genuine memes <laughs> running in is, this race. is a cracking race. It's, it want? is a good race, but it's a meme because some of these horses have broken my heart <laughs> on multiple occasions. Funstar oh, has broken my heart. Odium lost by an absolute nostril in the Empire Rose uh, on Derby Day to shout the bar. Crushed my soul. Reel them in ruby. <laughs> Remember that all up I had? Yep. Oh, no. Uh, Brooklyn Hustle, obviously one of yours. Liar I backed when she won the Blue Diamond. Um, she's in this race again. I tell you what, she could finally pick up a victory. but Could she? She could, but I'm not on her. I'm on number nine, Exhilarates. Yep. Second up profile, absolutely outstanding. Uh, was great last start, Uh, suitable distance, good track, draws well. I think at the price on offer, $11 with laddies. Great bet. Yeah. I thought you're always getting a price for Brooklyn Hustle. Yeah. And it is a long straighter eagle farm, which she might actually need. Mm. Now, is it 1,400 meters? 13, I believe. Okay. Well, I've canceled my bet. Because she, I don't think she runs that out. Nah, really. that's, that's why I didn't uh, uh, look at her anymore, mate. Um, so, um, I, yeah, I actually thought Laya was not a bad shout in that. Yes. Race, which, for some reason, she, I just oh, kept going back to her. She sucks me in. <laughs> yeah. I've got a massive soft spot for her. I think every time I've backed her, uh, she's run either second or fourth. <laughs> so, yeah. so, she's been this close to a win or this close to an each way yeah. But uh, there you go. The tick for lo- Brooklyn Hustle, actually, four, four weeks bef- between runs, she does her best racing fresh. So, yeah. she actually might be okay over the 1,300. I've changed my mind. Mm. Brooklyn Hustle. Um My value play is I am Superman in the feature, Stradbroke, of course. Bit of a no-brainer. Yep. Uh, My each way of the day in the Q22, Toffee Tongue. I think Mm -hmm. if you're going to have an each way bet at $11, like she is with laddies right now. (sighs) Yep. Every chance. Fair enough. I couldn't find an each way so I have a next best for you. Okay. Race six, number nine, way. Uh, (laughs) Garibaldi. I think he is in for a cracking race this weekend. Well mate, he's my best of the day, so there you go. So yeah, he Tony Gollans turned this boy around. Mm. Tony uh Tony, uh Timmy Clark on board, Barrier one fifty-four kilos, won't know himself, should go forward and just stop the race. Mm. Yep, he's my on toppy for the day. My best is race four number one in the two mile event, Cariff in a field of seven. Mm. I love seeing that when it's a long race, small field, non-winners in small fields, I have a lot more confidence. Yeah. Well, I thought Karif would run well last start with Jamie Carr uh, on board, nearly one. So I think it's a decent price too, about 17 bucks. Oh, yeah. Last, last start. start, yeah. And no, we're, a good bet. We we're behind, were behind a bloke in line before we went to that race. And he was, you know, at one of the bookies there, and he was like, I'll have uh, 10 each way on Cariff, and I was like, oh, that's a good bet. It's <laughs> a good bet. So, uh, Lord Belvedere in this race. Let's see if he improves. Yeah. Barry beat him last start, apparently, according to the stable. Mm. But Cariff, uh I said last start before, I'm like, I don't want him here. I want him when he gets over two mile. He's out two mile here. Mm. I have to stick to my guns. Of course you do, mate. So, look. 40 mins of some of the best content you'd ever want to hope for yeah 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 i don't but need to add any more no. no so i think that's us done and dusted but enjoy Stradbroke broke day punters it's going to be a cracking day at the track that will be there so if you're there come say good day. we'll buy a beer no black rats mm, we're on a budget yeah we just bought a horse mate yeah that is true uh Can't wait for the name unveiling. Yeah, it's going to be all time. (laughs) But until then, we'll see you later. Best of luck.